0: Welcome to episode 55 of the High Sensitivity Gaming Podcast. If it's your first time here, first, thank you for thank you for giving us a listen. And we talk about video game and movie news, or what we watch and play it over the week. My name is Barry, along with my co-host here.
1: My name is Craig. same as always.
0: And let's get into the news. First one I'll start off with is the Oculus announces a VR uh, gaming showcase that is going to be shown off April 21st at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will be... If I can, I will be doing this and uh live streaming it. This is the first ever uh gaming showcase for a VR headset. So And we both
1: own one. Look at that. Yeah, it's it's like they
0: were waiting. It's <laughs> yep. like they were waiting for us to get it. And then they just went, okay, now we can do the gaming setup gaming showcase.
1: You think they're gonna have a lot?
0: I think there's gonna be some big stuff. If they have like a whole showcase plan, there has to be some big games coming to VR and you know, I I really like my VR. Yeah. just as it is. So I'm, I'm excited to use it and excited to see what they announce.
1: I've been waiting. One of the main reasons I bought the Oculus way back when was because of the Medal of Honor game that still has not come out on the Oculus. So like, hopefully yeah. that's what I'm looking for is that that's all they have to announce and I'll be excited.
0: I would play Medal of Honor games too. I, I, um, you know, Medal of Honor is also a series that I did like, and I, you know, wish would come back, I guess, just cause that, I know it's like every other war game and there was like Medal of Honor, Battlefield and Call of Duty. And, you know, only really one got to survive because Battlefield really hasn't lived up to any anybody's expectations either. True. <laughs> you know, I hope I hope the VR game does uh, does well and also is a good game.
1: Yeah, true. There's another possibility. I it might be too late, but like they did do PUBG way back when in VR. So like oh, maybe. I didn't know that. Yeah. So. I don't think like one of the bigger names, I don't think a Call of Duty would ever do a VR, but it'd be kind of cool to play like a PUBG. I mean, we have population one, but I wouldn't say that's like high tier battle royale game.
0: Yeah, I'd have to agree.
1: Uh, all right. So next thing, there's some uh, job listings that were posted that are leading people to believe the next Bioshock might be open world, um, which is no. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, don't, I don't I don't want that, that at yeah, all. Yeah, I
0: don't need that either.
1: Um, it's an interest. I mean, it's not a confirmed thing. Obviously, it was just like the jobs they were posting for were leaning towards open world, you know, experience. So I definitely do not want that out of a Bioshock game. Give me my point A to point B with a good story. That's literally all I need.
0: Yeah. And like, I would be OK, even if it's like a central place and then you kind of like swerve around, find your way back to the central place, go to the next area thing.
1: But Like God of War.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would be OK with that. But definitely I'm I would not be the biggest fan no. of a, of, let's say, a Assassin's Creed Valhalla or a Ghost of Shishima type open world type thing for a Bioshock. I don't know. It just doesn't seem to fit the tone.
1: I mean, they have everything there to do a God of World style game. You have the lighthouses, right? Which could be your central location that you go out from. So I wouldn't I don't see how they wouldn't do that. But I'm not going to hold it against them until it's actually confirmed. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm with you. We then have Aloy, a representative from PlayStation uh, Studios, joining Fortnite. (laughs) And this is just the onslaught of other people that seem to be coming to uh, Fortnite from PlayStation. So PlayStation, I guess, likes Fortnite. I guess they're Fortnite fans and they keep uh, allowing Fortnite to do a bunch of character stuff with their characters and Aloy is a strong female representative lead. Not that they've had any problems with that. I feel like they have a lot of Mm -hmm. a good mix up of boy and girl type uh, name parties. So works for me. And I guess good for good for Aloy. She's getting the getting some recognition, (laughs) getting
1: some Fortnite treatment. Yeah. I mean, this is the second one, right? Wasn't Kratos first? Correct. Okay. And then there's also like they were hinting at doing some mobile stuff, right? With their first party. Um, I was mm-hmm. like hinting at like Kratos type stuff, but it's an interesting way to go. I don't know that I really want a mobile God of War, but I guess I have to wait and see how that looks.
0: Yeah, it, it's all really strange. Like there are a lot of reports that came out this week about how Sony is also—they're apparently like remaking The Last of Us for PS5 already. Yep, which seems kind of really early to do so, and the The whole kind of startup about this is that Sony is trying to pursue like the the blockbuster type thing with games, like kind of how movies are and not really allowing their first party studios to like venture out and create or like come up with new ideas. so i'm I'm hoping all those reports are false me yeah. personally. like a game studio is like art, you know, let it explore when it wants to do something different. so. You know, I just I hope Sony's not just, you know, trying to play it safe. You do have to take chances sometimes and sometimes it's going to be great and sometimes they aren't. That's just the way kind of art and entertainment is.
1: Yeah, I guess if they're remaking it, then they would almost almost automatically then be working on another one. But I don't know that we need any more Last of Us games, really. I feel like it, it ended pretty well.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Uh, so this past weekend we had WrestleMania, um, and we got our first look at WWE 2K22. Um, they had a short little teaser that they put in there during the broadcast on both nights. Um, interesting enough, it does look very good, but they did pick two wrestlers with no hair and hair was such a gigantic issue on the last (laughs) version that how bad it was. So, I mean, maybe they're. It's either one of two things. They haven't figured it out yet or they're waiting to show it off. Um, But also what was interesting is once they uploaded it to their YouTube channel, 2K, um, they listed it as WWE 2K22 for PS4. Um, So either this is a last gen only version or they're going to do the NBA 2K route and make a separate next gen version as well, which could be interesting. I don't know how many people are interested in a WWE game, but like I enjoy them, so I would be interested as long as it's not like the last one that they made, which was awful. So hopefully it turns out well. It looked really good from the teaser, so I will cross my fingers.
0: Yeah, I, I haven't gotten to play those games in a while. I know a couple of my friends who do get these games and I sometimes play with them while at their place or something like that, hmm. but you know, if they could just bring back the SmackDown versus raw, like 2009 <laughs> featuring ACW type, like yep. sort of gameplay to it. Like the, the most I ever played was the creator wrestler and like their kind of integrated story mode that could kind yeah. of go a couple different ways. If they just did that, I would probably, I would probably jump back on the WWE train as the long big, as it looks all right.
1: The big thing that everybody's wanted for years now is like the return to kind of like a, create your own universe mode um, Mm -hmm. which they've had but they just haven't been good they don't give you as much customization as they used to Um, but that's what everybody really really wants is the ability to make your own storylines and do all of that um, which has not been there for a good probably four or five years so who knows if they're doing that but that would be all that I need from them their story version like have hasn't really been that great the past couple of years so just let me let me mess with the the wrestlers that are out there already and let me make up matches and, and kind of stories as i go and i'll be happy
0: okay the the trailer was ray mysterio and C- uh cesaro yep. right yeah yep
1: Two bald guys <laughs>
0: <laughs> we then have uh age of empires 4 being shown off which mm-hmm. is a big kind of surprise and a big like excitement for rts fans because for me age of empires and that team also created age of mythology are kind of three, four games that like I really loved playing when I was little, like Age of Mythology and uh, Age of Empires two, mm-hmm. were the two games that I played hours of on my family's computer. So, uh, the the teaser trailer did show off a bit more of a you know realistic type thing. They're definitely not pixel art anymore, that's for sure. Yep, and they're showing off race. Uh, uh, I want to. Yeah, I guess they call them races with um like who who you can play as whether it's um indonesian and i forget all the names or african um armies as well and each of them kind of have their own you know different units different civilization type things which is cool age of empires i just uh really look forward to seeing it and i hope it uh, lives up to the hype as well
1: yeah i would assume this will be on game pass right for pc i would uh, i
0: i believe so yeah
1: okay I mean, I love Age of Empires, Age of Empires, too. Even the first one I played so much of on my old, old, old computer. So give me all the Age of Empires. I will be there day one. I would have bought <laughs> it, but obviously I don't think I'll have to. But yeah, yeah, I love Age of Empires as long as they still have the cheats. That's yeah. all I need. Let me get the rocket car or, the you know, the rocket people and I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we also had uh, Flight Simulator was listed over this past week for Xbox One. Which is interesting um, because I thought they had said like this is only going to come to Series X and eventually Um, I don't know how they're going to make that work on on Xbox one. I just don't understand. I mean, it's pretty heavily intensive on PC right now. I just don't see how it's going to run well on on a last gen console.
0: Yeah, I guess for the most part, you continue to strip down assets and more assets and more assets right. until eventually it's like, OK, this will run on a, this will run on a Series X or an <laughs> Xbox One X. So, I, you know, we we will have to see how it actually ends up playing out and see what they end up doing there. But um, Flight Simulator was a big game and, it mm-hmm. you know, a lot of PCs require or that game requires a lot of high end PC stuff. Yep. So,
1: yeah. I mean, it's streaming like pretty accurate content right when you're flying over so i don't know if that's going to be the same on series x i would assume so to get real time data that that's like i'm not a huge flight simulator fan but like i really want to play this just to try and fly over where i live you know because like everybody wants to do that or fly over like oh i want to go fly over disney world or i want to go fly over the golden gate bridge or something like that so i am really interested to play it i just don't have a pc that can run it so i'm just sitting here twiddling my thumbs until it comes out on the series (laughs) x (laughs) yeah
0: we uh just a couple weird things too like alexa can download xbox game pass games now which is kind of strange but you know you can ask alexa apparently to download xbox game pass games i i don't (laughs) much understand the reason why unless like you're talking about a game and you know it's on game pass you can go you know hey blank Mm -hmm. do this for me and Just strange that is uh, it's uh, it's some of the weirder uh, gaming news that I saw this week.
1: Um, uh, Yeah, the last one I have is just the announcement of the blue switch, which uh, I know you're going to get right.
0: I want to, but I shouldn't. <laughs> I'm going to wait for the Switch Pro.
1: Yeah. Is it? I didn't check. Is it both or is it a switch light or is it it's a
0: switch? That's a, it's, it's just a switch light. OK, it's not yep, like a yeah, it's not like a different switch by any means.
1: Definitely don't need it, but I like the color. So if they could just translate the color over to the Switch Pro and that comes out, that's all I need. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> but, you know, the Switch Pro is going to be black
0: yeah (laughs) i i was on twitter when they were showing off the announcement and it's like people people are just like poking fun at nintendo like hey nintendo announced the switch pro how about this switch light in blue (laughs) a little
1: misdirect yeah no (laughs) kidding
0: so for the rest of my stories i have first major update to ps5 uh, is going to be coming out tomorrow and it's going to let you store ps5 games on external hard drives but not let you play them so it's I'm going to go with Sony has finally heard some of my complaints about the 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 memory issue, and they're only going to continue to run into it with, like, MLB the show probably being at least 50 gigs. Yep. And that's not even including, like, whatever digital download or whatever roster updates or gameplay updates they have to make afterward. That game could be upwards of 75 gigs or even higher. <laughs> yeah. So... Sony's doing a good thing here, but they they really need to you know activate that external SSD if they're gonna start solving some of the issues with the uh, with the external hard drive because that that Xbox hard drive like that external one is just so awesome. Yeah. Like I just literally throw stuff on there and it just goes. Like it doesn't matter what what I pick to play from, it just plays it, and that's what I need out of my PlayStation.
1: Yeah, I'm a little confused as far as like. I'm happy that they're allowing external USB, but like you're still going to have to move it from the external USB to your internal to play it. Right.
0: Yeah. So it would, it would be a, instead of like deleting stuff, you'll be a kind of a mismatch of right. Putting stuff on, taking stuff off, putting stuff on, taking stuff off, like exchanging.
1: So I don't know if they would have like a move two things at once, but like if you're full and you're like, all right, I'm going to move this game over to the USB drive for now. And then you're like, oh, I, I want to play that again. Let me move it over. But wait, my PlayStation's full again. So now I'm gonna have to move that one over, and then I can move this one over. It just seems like a bunch of extra steps, but it's a step in the right direction, at least.
0: Yeah, I I need to see how fast it is because for me, I do need this. Like in a lot of ways, even though most of the games I have are PS5, mm-hmm. but. I I I need to see if it's going to be like a fast switch like it doesn't take 20 minutes to do right. then I will probably consider getting an external hard drive for my PS5 but until then I am trying my best to hold off until they activate that Two drive and I know it's going to cost me 300 bucks or 200 <laughs> 250. Yep. but I'm still going to do it just because that that like ease of use is uh, you know it's a lot of money but it's worth it for yeah. me in a lot of ways. I mean, even
1: putting them on an external has to be quicker than uninstalling and reinstalling a game. It, it has that's what to. I'd hope. Yeah, that's what I'd hope. Yeah, cool.
0: A uh, weird thing, which I'm not sure if you saw either. Final Fantasy 7 Advent Children is going to be getting a remaster in 4K and an HDR.
1: Nobody asked Ooh. for this.
0: Nobody <laughs> asked for it, but I think Square <laughs> Enix went like with all of the popularity coming with uh, the Final Fantasy 7 remake and the DLC that's going to be coming out. I think they just went, uh, let's just put something else out there and see how see how this goes. I I, I guess. Cool. <laughs> um, you know, at the time, Advent Children looked really good. So I'm yeah. not sure what remaster in 4K and HDR is going to do to it. So I can, we'll just wait and see.
1: Yeah, I, I saw that and I was like, well, you know, that movie wasn't very good, but maybe I do need to own it on 4K. which is probably not the best answer, but, uh, yeah, I mean, cool, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) No, I'm I'm on
0: the same boat. Yeah. We have Deathloop being delayed till September 14th. Uh, for the most part, uh, it was supposed to come out next month in May. So this is a pretty big delay, but I, I know there's a group of people that are like super excited for this game. And then there's like me and you who are kind of like, I don't know. Right. Like it. So, you know, hopefully when Deathloop decides to come out, it's going to be running well and launching perfectly. It's just that this this game of Deathloop, like, it just reminds me of Hitman in a lot of ways. And I really, everything we've seen don't, like, shows that Deathloop isn't the super intensive game that needs, you know, all of, that maybe, I don't know if it needs all this time, but there's still bugs, obviously, and maybe the game's just not ready yet. So, Deathloop... September fourteenth. We have to we have to play.
1: hold off on playing our game of the year until September, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's going to be a busy end of the year, yeah. I think for us, we have Pac Man ninety nine coming to Switch just after Mario died at the end yep. of March. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit in games played because I did get to play it on Switch a little bit. But okay. um, in case you're looking for it, it's a free game and you can download it on Switch. Cool story comes out about and this is kind of the last one which is a weird one that your ps4 could die in the near future <laughs> and this is because of a a software issue where if at some point like your battery dies you could replace the battery but the like sony needs to confirm apparently that it works and that it you have to read the story i found it on the com. So if you want to go look at it, see it. But, you know, in the near dystopian future, our PS4s just might not be able to play games anymore, which great. I really hope that Sony decides to, like, not do that. Like, I I I love my PS4. Like, mm-hmm. I still have it and it's great for playing games and it's a good it's good for something to me and for me to have in my room. I like to be able to just have a, you know, not have to play games on a 4K HDR, 120 frames a second, you know, uh, (laughs) TV or something like that. Right. So uh, I I hope Sony comes out and fixes this before, um, you know, things get too crazy. Because I would hate to find out that in two years my PS4 Pro is obsolete.
1: Yeah, that'd be crazy. And doesn't
0: work. Please don't do that, (laughs) Sony. Yeah, that's going to be it for news. We're now going to head into games played which, you know, I, I have a little bit of games played. So it, yeah, you uh, were busy this week. Yeah, I was. <laughs> At least I tried to be. Yeah. So I'll start off with Ghost Shishima being finished. Now, I did mention last podcast that I might have had to make a change to my top 10. I don't think I will. Okay. But Ghost Shishima is a really... It, it is a good game. It, it deserves a spot on my top 10. The... I don't know why I fell off of it in the first place, probably because other games came out, but the combat is fun. It's very stylized, which I like the. And the story is very, very good as well. You know, there's not much of a choice uh, choice in the game. It kind of plays out how you want it to play out. But at the end, I felt like a super, um, a, a super B.A. Um, ninja or assassin or sorry, Samurai, that's what they are. They're <laughs> samurai. <laughs> Jesus. Um they're you, Toward the end of the game there's a huge part where you're not allowed to go back unless you activate a certain quest that brings you back and forth. But the the boss is definitely you hate him enough that you want to play it. And the ending of it all is as very well, it's very emotional, and it's a super um it's a super touching story where um, I can see why they want to make this a movie after seeing all of this so good good on sucker punch i love their games and i just hope they continue to do stuff like this and make it interesting because ghost shima deserved all the praise it got
1: that's fair i wish i didn't bounce off it so hard because like it seems like yeah. such a fun game i just for, i just could not get into it i don't know but i'm glad you oh, at yeah. least finished it crossed it off the list because you've been on a roll with that lately
0: Yep, and uh, yeah, I'm. This might this is going to be the hardest one, but I might try Horizon Zero Dawn. I might try to get back into it. I've dropped it two times. Mm-hmm. Want to try to get back into it a third, even though there's other games I could be playing. But um, I I want to be able to play Forbidden West like as right. knowledgeable, as knowledgeable as I can be. So uh, look look forward to that, and I'll let you know let you know of my progress
1: so is that one you're just gonna go for just the mainline quests on do you think
0: i want to but a lot of these times in like these games and i hate to say it but you have to do some of like the side mission stuff in order to like be on par with whatever you're facing or stuff like that right you know it i just wish the game would just be like as you went through the main quest and a lot of these games have this issue where they want you to explore and spend more time in their game So you're going to be a little under leveled. So you have to grind to get to the level that you need to be at. And with it's the same thing with God of War and it's going to be the same thing with Horizon where um, I need to I need to get to a certain level and even order to be able to like beat a boss or do a certain mission or some type of thing. Like I just wish I could go to a mission and go to the next one and go to the next one and go to the next one without having to feel like I'm underpowered and struggling.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: They want you to play your game for a reason.
1: (laughs) Best of luck on that. You're doing a much better job of beating games on your backlog than I am right now. So Um, I guess I'll go with some more Outriders. um, Since we've both been playing quite a bit of that this past week, Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like I've probably cooled on it a little bit more, but I still think it's a fun game. So it's I've been doing like everything, right? Like every side mission that pops up, I've been going off and doing that. So like you're on the main mission and then you go off and hit this side mission, then you go off and hit another side mission, which I'm usually not a big fan of, but they usually don't take long. Like Those side missions are usually quick, which I appreciate. It's like go in this area, kill all the guys, collect your item and leave and then get a better gun or equipment or whatever, which is good. Um, So I've been doing that, which means my actual progress. I have no idea. Like, I feel like I'm not I feel like I'm not that far. I think I have like when you look at the map and it's all like grayed out, I think I have like five areas so far, so I don't know how many there are, but yeah. it seems like there's at least three or four more that I have to go to um, now that I've gotten the majority of the powers for my class. I think they all work well and they complement themselves well. I like the ability to switch, you know, different uh, powers out whenever you want. Um, And also your skills, you can swap out and try different things, which is cool. It seems like there's a lot of skills, though, for how slow you level in this game. Like there's a ton, but like you do not like go up levels very often. I feel like I've been on like level 16 for a good couple days now. Um, And I don't know what the cap is. I think it might be 30, but the story is still okay. (laughs) Uh, I don't think it's anything special, but. The gunplay is fun. Um, I haven't bumped down the world tier yet, but it is starting to get a little frustrating. So I might have to bump it down one or two just so I can get through it. But I'm still playing it solo. I haven't played it at all co op, and it hasn't really hindered me at all. So still on there. It's going to sit on my top 10 for now. We'll see if it stays there at the end of the year, but I would definitely recommend it. It's, you know, a good mindless shooter that you get a loot shooter a a schluter i believe is what you call them so (laughs) i'm having fun how about you
0: yeah outriders is kind of the strange game for me to where like i play it and it's not like i'm overly like happy or giddy or excited about it but the the powers themselves make you feel powerful and you can mow down enemies on your own which Mm -hmm. also makes you feel more powerful and you know, I have played co-op, so I know what like having a te- two other teammates is like, and it's just this hectic powers, powers, more powers, <laughs> powers. Right? There's a lot going on on the screen, and 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 it's a lot of fun that way. The it's kind of hard to judge this game with how kind of meh I am on it. Yeah. Where it's it's not it's not bad enough to be like oh my god don't play this game, but it's also not this you know critical masterpiece. No, that um that people like have to play or else you're missing out. So it's kind of hard to judge in a lot of ways. The you know, there's aspects of destiny when it comes to, you know, the the weapons that you can get. And there's this kind of other aspect of um, Overwatch, even where you have powers and, you know, each class has their own separate one and you can use them differently depending on how you want. I I really don't have a, much of an opinion about this game. It's like you. <laughs> Like, it's, I'm trying to give that off as well, just because it not it's not anything that's crazy. Right. Yeah, it it's not going to be it's not going to be a game you pick up and you go, oh, my God, like, this is the greatest thing ever. It's going to be this game that, you know, if you have a couple friends playing it, especially if you've got game pass, you guys will pass the time and you'll have fun doing it.
1: Yeah, I don't think it. Yeah, it's definitely not a game you're going to sit down and beat in a weekend because you're so into it. It's going to take a while. I just don't want people to think it's like terrible. Because I don't no, think it's, it's terrible. Yeah. It's just like right in the middle. Um, And right now it's OK because there isn't a ton of other games that I'm playing. But if this came out in a time when there was like two or three other big games, this would definitely get pushed. Oh, and I'm, yeah, and I may sure. and I may not finish it. So um I still want to finish it. We'll see. Um, I think I have enough time before something else comes out that I should be able to finish it.
0: Uh, then on my thing, I have Oddworld Soulstorm, which is the (laughs) PS5 exclusive game of the month that was teased during the state of play a couple months ago. Yep. Just a bit of background, and I thought this was funny. I was reading the Wikipedia. This game is a sequel to the 2014 Oddworld game, but is a reimagining of the 1998 (laughs) prequel game on PlayStation 1 called Oddworld Abe's Exodus. This game, I'll say right now, it just isn't for me, but I can see where people have fun with it. This, In this game, what your kind of goal is, is you go through these levels and you either, one, kind of protect your survivors and kind of progress through the level. You can make things like water to douse fires. You make, you know, toxic bombs that can um, clear passageways for you. While you're trying to protect um, the survivors of your of your leader of your clan type thing, now one thing I'll mention too is if you're getting into it, there is two different endings. That if you let all your survivors die, you're going to get one ending, and if you, um, and if you don't like if you let the, if you try to save as many as you can, there are two optional levels, and then another ending that you can get. So there, it, it is different. This this game is. In, in all sense of the word weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it, it looks good for a PS5 game. Like, I've got no problem with that, and loading times, again, are very, very limited to none at all. But the it's just a side-scroller where you're jumping from thing to thing, trying to dodge troops, trying to dodge fire. Like, literally, you're just trying to dodge everything, trying to kill you, and just make it through the level. Now, one thing that I'll commend this game for is... Kind of like wearing Dark Souls, this is a. Like, a, the Odd World is a hard game. I would consider it to be a hard game. But pretty much, once you get through every obstacle kind of valley thing, there's another checkpoint. So, pretty much everything kills Abe in one hit. If you make one mistake, you're pretty much going to die. Unless it's fire, you might be able to get out of it. But. You know, it's it's not as frustrating where in Dark Souls, you know, you get to a campfire and you can spawn away from your boss, like, and you have to travel all the way through the level or something like that. In Odd World, you pretty much just spawn right back at the obstacle and you can give it another shot, which does save you a lot of time and a lot of frustration. I can see where people can get really frustrated with this game because it is reminiscent of older games where, you know, Ghost and Goblin, uh, I think it was Ghouls and Goblins or mm-hmm. something like that, where It's a side-scroller, the game's kind of punishing, and you just pretty much, you either solve the puzzle or you can't, and then you kind of have to figure it out. And the game itself is, again, it's not terrible, it's just not for me. I will say, according to some outlets, there are a lot of bugs in this game, where jumping, you kind of don't grapple to where you're supposed to grapple. And sometimes the game glitches out where, you know, it's it's pretty simple. You just load right back in and it, again, because of the checkpoint system, you don't have to start too far back. But regardless, um, it's almost like Outriders in a lot of ways. This game <laughs> was free. I tried it and I don't hate it, but I, I'm not going to finish it.
1: Yeah, it seems like they wanted to keep like as close to the original as possible from like the PlayStation one days, which doesn't usually work out too well. Like, there's a reason those games don't really get made anymore. And I'm sure people who are like absolutely loved Odd World, Abe's Exodus back in the day will probably love this. I don't see why yeah. not, but I don't have like a huge affinity for the game. So, even though I haven't played it, I would assume I'd probably be in the same boat as you with that, where I just kind of be like, a, eh, it's okay, but I'm definitely not going to play through the whole thing. Yeah. I have heard the cutscenes look good though.
0: Yeah, they do. They yeah. do for sure. And the voice acting's really good as well. Okay. It's not like Outriders. Outriders Outriders <laughs> voice acting and camera work is really bad. But this game it's good.
1: Yeah, the Outriders uh voice acting. I tried to go back and see if I could switch my character to female to see if the voice was better, but you can't. I was so oh, bummed. No, no. I was like, "Oh man, I wanted to see if that was any better." Uh all right. So, I finally caved in and bought Fuser this week. Yeah. Um been playing a decent amount of Beat Saber and like I haven't played rock band in a while and I just wanted something different music related. You and I both are big into the rhythm games. So yeah. I had to, it was on, it's, I think it's still on sale for like 30 bucks. Um, It's been sitting at 60 forever, which is why I didn't pick it up because I'm not about to spend $60 on a game. I have no idea if I'm going to like it or not, but $30 was enough. Plus Microsoft sent out like free gift cards um, this past week. So it wasn't as bad. I think I paid like 20 bucks, but Um, this game is a ton of fun. I don't have any aspirations of being a DJ, but I enjoy music and, uh, it starts you off really simple, right? You have four tracks to choose from. You can do your, your drum track, your, you know, rhythm and lead tracks, and then also your vocals for each song. And there are a ton of songs in this game. You don't get them all right away. You earn coins that you use to buy the songs that you want. So you're unlocking them in the order that you want, which is nice. Um, And then the longer, you know, more you play, it'll unlock more songs that you can buy. But it does start you off very easy with like, hey, you know, put one of each on here and try to match it up with the tempo of the song. Um, It'll have like little ticks on the bar above. So, you know, exactly when to drop so that it sounds the best Um, it will change like the beats per minute for you automatically. So no matter what you drop, it'll like slow down. kind of good. Yeah. Yeah. It'll cool. slow it down or it'll like lower an octave on the vocals so it matches. So it always sounds good. Um but once you start playing and get the hang of that, then it drops in and it's like, hey, if you want, you could have two drum tracks or three drum tracks and one vocal, or you could have, you know, you could cut it down to just vocals and cut everything else out. And it gives you all these options to do whatever you want. And then it also gives you actual instruments that you can use to just make your own sounds. Um, But once you really get into it, there's so many options here on how you want to play that you can really. It makes you feel like you're actually mixing these songs and it is taking the hardest parts out of it. So it's not going to make you a DJ when you master this game by any means, (laughs) but it does give you an idea of what you're doing, you know, what a DJ is doing. Um, it's a hard game. I have yet to five star a, a session.
0: Oh, um, really? The hi-
1: the highest I got was like a low four. Uh, you have to constantly be switching out on the right, you know, beats. They have like upbeats and downbeats, and then you'll get requests from the crowd. So you got to like scroll through your library of songs, your crate of songs, because you pick like ten songs each time and yeah. throw that on real quick. Um, if you leave it on the same four for too long, people will start to lose interest, and that's when you're not getting as many points. So there's a lot layered into this that would take a while to master. Um, so I think it's definitely worth it if you're into rhythm-based games. It's different. It's not a rock band experience where you're hitting notes, but I still think it's a lot of fun. There, there's like every genre of music is in here. So regardless of what you like, Obviously, there's going to be a heavy emphasis on like pop and and that kind of stuff, but there's rock, there's, there's like some metal in there, there's country, there's just everything. So 100% wholeheartedly, I, I enjoy this game a lot. I don't know if I can put it on my list because it did come out last year, but we'll see. I'm having a ton of fun, so it might end up on my list. I just, I needed a new rhythm music game and this is filling that void for me.
0: Yeah, and speaking of rhythm games, what I will mention too is that uh, I've I've now broken down and I bought Beat Saber on both my <laughs> quest and my computer because yeah. the com- um getting custom songs on your computer version of like a Beat Saber is st- a million times easier. It's kind of ridiculous how easy it is mm-hmm. to get the custom songs. And the past three days, I've come home every day, downloaded some songs, and been playing my quest again. Yeah, uh, this this is what like this is what I've always wanted, like out of um out of a rhythm game. like I can just download if there's a map for it, I can just download it and play it right away. You know, Rock Band was really good with that, yeah. but you did have to pay a decent amount of money for it. Like if you if you wanted, you know, if, if you're a big music fan, you would have paid a lot of money on the rock band. And, you know, they definitely still make a probably yeah. a decent amount of money from people just buying songs from. Yeah, for
1: $2, $2 a pop every single time for yeah. one song in Rock Band. It's insane. Hundreds it and hundreds up. of dollars. Yep,
0: It adds up quickly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's just nice that I was able to, to do this and I was able to get all these custom songs. And, you know, there is there's a bit of like childlike stuff when I can go ahead and download like old Disney songs <laughs> or down or download, you know, other Linkin Park songs and stuff. The only gripe I've had with it so far is that a lot of these songs are on expert. Mm-hmm. And a, a, a lot of like a lot of the songs I like are fast paced, you know, they're fun songs. So I can't play expert yet. Like it is uh, just something about Beat Saber. And when they put the the red the red saber on the side with the blue one, like my left <laughs> yep. hand, it messes my brain. Yep. like I'm just like, how do I hit that? <laughs> so there is. There's there's a bunch of stuff with it, but uh, Beat Saber, and again, we've mentioned it before on this podcast, VR is such a great thing to get into right now, and especially if you're somebody who really can't go out and want to get the physical activity or at least experience something a bit more on a an emotional and a bit more physical level. VR is great for that, and that's why I'm so excited for this uh, VR gaming showcase, because if they show off some big games, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be first in line to try to get them.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: Uh, the, the last game I played this week was Pac-Man 99 for the Switch, and there there isn't much to say about this game, so what you end up doing is you play as Pac-Man, of course, and you're on a regular-based um, Pac-Man grid, where as you go along... The other players are either putting ghosts or uh, like other enemies that ghosts that could kill you or there's like these gray Pac-Man where if you run into them, they slow you down and make it really easy for them to kill you. And the whole point is, you know, you kind of lead up your board, you're clearing it off, and then you get one of the power pellets to just eat everything and start sending it to other players. So there are a lot of different ways to play this game. And I've never finished above 50, if that tells you anything. I'm not very good at Pac-Man. I wasn't very good at Mario, and I'm not very good at Tetris. These games I'm just not very good at, just in general. <laughs> but it's it's a fun little experience. What they do as well, if you're wondering what happens when your board's all clear, the fruit in the center, instead of being extra points, just resets your board. Okay. So you're able to continue playing as you as you continue to get more fruit. Um, this is a... Th- this is a fun thing especially considering that kind of after mario 35 died that's it you know you yep. don't get anything uh you don't get to play that game anymore so they did a good job of bringing that out and keeping people entertained with kind of this you know niche i want to say you know battle royale type classic game so it's it's fun i'm not very good at it and i probably won't go back to it if i'm being honest but it's um <laughs> You know, I and you know what? I might go back to it because the games can be pretty short, especially if you're bad like me.
1: So (laughs) I feel like I'm definitely going to try it. It'll probably be like Mario 35 for me where I might play it for a day or two and then not play it again. I did play Mario 35 like the day before they took it off. But um, yeah, I'm not like the biggest Pac-Man fan, but it seems fun. I watched, you know, a a streamer play it the other day and I was like, oh, this looks like it could be fun for a, a couple hours or something. Um, But I'm glad they're continuing to find ways to make old games fun. Yeah. Good on them. Uh, I didn't play anything else. I just had those two.
0: Yeah. And really, the only thing I wanted to talk about as well is kind of with with games, how they are right now. You know, we have Meg is kind of emptied out now with Deathloop getting um delayed but one of the interesting things that i was kind of watching on youtube the other day was uh they were talking about how you know this is zelda's 35th anniversary and we haven't really gotten anything for it yet and you know with with nintendo's recent trend maybe there's like a zelda 35 or something like that where you get to you get to kind of play something like that where it's a battle royale type thing, but you're clearing levels. I just hope that someone like me who the legend of Zelda series is very near and dear to my heart. And I loved those games. I really hope that we decide to get something like that or something, some more out of the 35th anniversary, because it's also like there's anniversaries as well for Pokemon and that's kind of it's a whole thing as well maybe we do a deep dive next week on what's going on with pokemon and kind of the brilliant diamond and the outrage that people are having right now with that (laughs) but you know just look forward to pokemon snap pokemon fans you know we're getting you're getting snap again let's be happy with that i know i am
1: i mean yeah we do have snap next month right and mlb is this month oh this month sorry yeah and mlb is the end of this week right am i right yeah yeah
0: the premium edition is right, right. available. So on the
1: Tuesday yeah. for the normal edition next Tuesday, um, and then we also have near right. So there's are some games to play this month, just not as many as we thought.
0: And returnal. Let's not forget about returnal. And returnal on the third. That's also on the thirtieth.
1: The that almost snuck in there and won the bracket.
0: Uh, it would have went farther, but it yep. would have taken out my champion. Yeah. That's so, true. it's. Yeah, you know, we're we're kind of in this point where I'm even clearing out my backlog. So we have to see what other games decide to come up, but yeah. next week I will be do I'm get uh we will have a deep dive on um or at least on my point I will have a deep dive on MLB. Mm-hmm. I am gaming the premium edition, so I will have takes just for you guys. <laughs> um if the game usually comes out on Tuesday, which is when we film these things, so I wouldn't have much of a take if I didn't. So at least I have the weekend to play MLB yeah. and it hopefully i really hope it's gonna be worth it i'm an arizona diamondbacks fan and my team sucks this year (laughs) so it's gonna be fun to play mlb the show and just be an all-star pitcher and maybe take my team somewhere there you go so that's gonna be it for games this week we're not gonna go on to movies which not really much came out this week if we're being honest Mm -hmm. uh but the the biggest thing i guess we'll talk about first is falcon and the winter soldier yeah where this episode was like it was dramatic. It was yeah. fun. Yeah, it was. Um, we only got before, two more
1: after this, so it they got they're getting crazy quick.
0: Yeah, and before we get too far, spoilers ahead for yes. people who haven't watched it. Make sure you go ahead and watch it. But I I really loved Falcon's character in this episode. You know he instead of kind of go, instead of how all the marvel movies tend to be where you, they go into the bad guy and just try to take them out without understanding them falcon has this moment with the villain of the, with the villain of the the tv show right now and tries to talk her out of everything she's doing tries to you know be a voice of reason and how she how falcon understands how she feels because of what's going on with his sister Right. But that she's just kind of doing it the wrong way. And of course, um, he's not fake Captain America. <laughs> I need to kind of figure out a new name for him. New Captain but America, the, maybe. Yeah, the new Captain America and his sidekick. And pretty much it's only the new Captain America that gets way too jittery. It yep. storms right in and kind of ruins all the negotiations that starts this huge. Because yeah,
1: he was talking her down. Yeah, right. Like yeah. Falcon was he was getting her on his side.
0: And y- y- we'll get more into the kind of the new Captain America here in a little <laughs> bit. But, you know, s- stuff that stood out to you, Craig.
1: Um, I mean, we're starting to see the side of the new Captain America that we kind of knew was coming. Right. Um, It all kind of comes down to, you know, this this villain. I don't even know if you can call her a villain. She's just almost just misunderstood. She's going about it the wrong way. Um, but. You know, she has vials of the serum that they use on Captain America and she's going to she's already used it on a bunch of people, but she still has more that she's going to be giving to other people to create this army. Um, But, you know, the whole thing is they're trying to get these vials back uh, and they all end up getting destroyed except for one. Right. That the new Captain America keeps without telling anybody. Um, And he has this kind of. I guess, dilemma on whether or not to take it, he's talking to. His friend and I'm blanking on his name, like his, not his actual name, but the name he goes by. It's like yeah, Battlestar yeah, or something. I'm, oh, yeah. I think you could be right. Battlestar is Battle does star sound
0: pretty good. I'm I'm looking it up right now. Okay,
1: so yeah, while you look that up, um, he kind of has this dilemma, and he asks him without actually telling him that he has a vial, but like, hey, would you take this? You know, and his answer is absolutely, I would take this. Um, But it is kind of a moral dilemma, right? Because he is a good soldier, but he's not on the level of a Captain America. He doesn't have the super speed and super strength and reflexes. But if I'm being honest, like he's still holding his own just as a normal person with Captain America's shield. Like he's he's doing pretty well. But, um, you know, we have the the scene where, you know, his friend uh, does end up getting killed. And that kind of You know, snaps, he had already taken the serum at that point, but uh, it it definitely breaks him and he kind of goes on this rampage, um, ends up chasing one of the uh, was I right or you can't find it.
0: (laughs) No, I'm trying to find it because I like I know who the actor is, but they only give him his name. Not really what he not really who he is or does yet. So I'm I'm getting there. You're good.
1: Um, So, yeah, he does end up chasing down one of these bad guys and, you know, in front of a million, not a million, but a ton of people with their cell phones out. He literally kills the guy with Captain America's shield. And we get that that crazy visual of him holding the shield up as it's dripping blood. Um, And, you know, he's at this point, you have to assume he's done being Captain America for the U.S. So I think this is where we get to hopefully where he changes to U.S. agent. Instead of being called Captain America, um, the only difference being that, you know, in the comics, Captain America beats him, but obviously Captain America is not here. So I'm sure we're going to get a nice little showdown with Bucky and Falcon going after Captain America, new Captain America. I just want to keep calling him US agent, but I can't because they haven't called him that. Um, but yeah, this it was Battlestar, Battlestar. I can confirm It is Battlestar. OK, cool. Uh, yeah, it ramped up quickly in this episode. It got crazy real quick. And I mean, they have to we got two episodes left and now we're getting to the good stuff. So we still haven't seen the power broker. We still don't know who that is. Um, so there's a lot that's going to happen in these last two episodes. But I was super excited with this episode.
0: Yeah, the, the ending with like Cap kind of going wild. Yeah. Um <laughs> And and, you know, kind of really, go, you know, I, I'm going to assume he's dead. But, yeah, you know, he's yeah. the, you know, the guy's beating up is dead and everybody has a phone out like that's mm-hmm. it's almost kind of like what the digital age has to say about what's been going on today, where when something's happening, everybody's whipping out their phone and, yep. you know, trying, you know, going to post it to social media where, you know, I I have a feeling what's going to happen is they he's going to he's going to I don't think Falcon is going to just have the shield and be able to train with it kind of like how the trailers show. Right. I think that this Captain America is going to run off with the shield and it's going to be up to these two to kind of go after him and maybe they get Carly to to join them. And Carly yeah. is kind of the antagonist in this in this show. Yeah, but it's it, it's really good.
1: That's the most blood I've seen in a Marvel, I think. Yeah. Right. Like besides Logan. But that doesn't count, but a Deadpool But yeah, in like a mainline Marvel based, normally PG-13 era like this was a little bit shocking to see them go that route. But I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. And one of the things I wanted to ask you, because this is kind of a posing question about watching this, if what were to happen in the Marvel world has happened here. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't been able to kind of know, like Carly's fight is that the government and everybody else cares more about the people that came back from the blip than the people who were there during, you know, after the blip. So people came back from the blip. They got their jobs back, their homes back where now people are all displaced. Like in the and the Marvel universe has done a good job of kind of showing people affected by the blip, especially and also in WandaVision. Mm -hmm. How, how would you feel? Would you feel more angry like Carly if you happen to be in her same position or no?
1: I think so. You know, I, I don't think I'd go to her extremes here, but of course, you know, and she's also in like a what a third world country. So they're going to be get getting hit harder than like, say, us here in the U.S. Right. If we were if we didn't get blipped and then afterwards, I think we would be fine here in the U.S. But you can definitely see where she's coming from. Um I think it's cool that like in the movies, everybody came back in Endgame. Right. And we're all excited about it and you don't even think about this side of it. So it's been very cool that they went back and like, hey, let's actually show you what happened and what's happening because of this. Right. It wasn't just like, oh, just the superheroes came back. It was a lot of people. So yeah, yeah, I can see where she's coming from. Um, I think you're supposed to they want you to be on her side a little bit. Um, She has made some moves that have not been good though. Right. Like blowing up that building with people still in it. Yeah. So she is still a villain. Um, But yeah, I I think they may end up working together. Her and and Bucky and Falcon. I can't call him Winter Soldier. He doesn't go by that anymore. It's just Bucky. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I also have to say, like, I've become a big fan of Zemo's character. Yeah. Um,
1: Yep.
0: I'm really not the biggest fan of him in um, Civil War. Only really because I really don't find him to be that good of a villain mm-hmm. but in this show he has personality, he has jokes, he you know, he's using his position as a former quote unquote Hydra mm-hmm. um personnel that, you know, he he's able to do whatever he wants and he's like he's pretty much all I wanna say he's almost like a a weird version of Tony Stark where he's this yeah. millionaire that's really able to have any answer and do all this stuff. He just doesn't have the super suit. Yeah. But uh Zemo's character has really grown on me. And that's kind of been the surprise of the season so far. I didn't think I'd like him at all, if I'm being honest.
1: Yeah, he's definitely Tony Stark. If Tony Stark would have veered off in the other direction after like Iron Man, was that three where he didn't want to be Iron Man anymore? Or was that two? It's been so long. Three.
0: No, I think it's three because in two, yeah. it has all like the robot. Uh, yeah. Well, no, in two, it's, you know, uh, Mickey Rourke. And yeah. The electric whip boy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if, if Tony would have ventured off And the other one, this is what probably what he would have ended up like more, more or less. But yeah, two, two episodes left. I'm super pumped. I am still super, super excited for Loki. So like, I'm super excited to see where Falcon and Winter Soldier goes. But I'm also like, all right, let's get through this so I can see Loki. Because I feel like that's going to be nuts.
0: Yeah. And I've actually done a good job. I haven't seen any of the trailers for Loki. So really? You didn't watch it? I'm nope. I'm I want to I want to go into that one as blind as possible.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it looks real cool.
0: So I'm happy for that one. So that's kind of our weekly talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I did want to mention this little piece of news because Zack Snyder is kind of the biggest director right now mm-hmm. uh, since the whole on un- the Snyder cut with Justice League. Netflix announced a movie called Army of the Dead directed by Zack Snyder, starring Dave Bautista coming in May. It's yep. a zombie movie and it's coming to theaters and Netflix as well. I I just am really excited about this movie. Uh if- I guess we'll have to see how much slow-mo Zack Snyder uses in this one. <laughs> we he, he used a lot in Justice League, and maybe yeah. I don't know if he's going to use the same amount in this movie either.
1: So I may get heat for this, but Dawn of the Dead, which is also Zack Snyder from, uh, I was in like high school when that came out. I think it's 2004. <laughs> I think I was a senior in high school. So 2004 um, is my favorite zombie movie of all time. I absolutely love Dawn of the Dead. Um So I'm super excited for this to see what he can do to follow up on that. Um, But I don't remember him using a lot of slow mo in Dawn of the Dead. I don't think he did. It all took place in a mall. So he's very good about like confined spaces and zombies. Right. So this new one takes place in a casino. Um, Yeah, so he's very good with that. So I have been super, super pumped for this movie for ever since they announced it way back when. Originally, I think it was supposed to come out in theaters, but. Obviously, that's still not a thing. So but we're getting there, right? Like we're very, very soon. We will both be fully vaccinated and we are ready to go back to the theaters.
0: Yeah, I'll be <laughs> I'll be fully vaccinated by the time I go to get to see that Demon Slayer movie. Right. And I know not everybody's into anime stuff here, but I am excited to go to a movie theater. Um, mm-hmm. I just feel comfortable having the vaccine. Yeah. And I I'm also really interested to see with kind of theaters and especially like a premiere like this, where this movie I think is going to do very well here yeah. in America, how well they do with the, um, the seating area stuff, whether or not it's going to be okay to, you know, two seat, one seat apart, something like that, you know, especially like if you're in a group, you could sit together, that kind of thing. But um, I, I will definitely let you guys know, but that won't be for another two weeks here. So yeah. it's, You know, it it should be fun. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about today? I don't think so. All right. Well, that's going to be it for the podcast today. Thank you guys for giving us a listen. If you're interested in getting involved or following us on any of our social medias, we have a Twitter, we have a Facebook, we have an Instagram, we have a Twitch page, (laughs) and we have a website called HighSensitivityGaming.com where I posted my Assassin's Creed Valhalla review. And I am also working already on Ghost Shishima. Cool. So expect some stuff there on the site. I know we kind of had a little bit of a break, but I'm I'm getting back into the into the writing sphere. So if you have any questions or anything, you can either go to the site or email us at highsensitivitypodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com and we will gladly answer them on there, whether it's hypotheticals, questions about the podcast, or anything like that my name's been barry uh my name is barry it's not been barry <laughs> it has my been. name is yeah <laughs> my name is barry and we will see you guys next time
1: see you later